Amen. And thank God. Open your Bibles to the book of Romans, Romans chapter 8 and verse 26. And we've been talking about developing a faith that works. Uh, Many of us struggle with, um, with problems and trials in our lives. Am I right? Uh, many of us uh, have a hard time uh, adjusting through the storms of life. And one of the things I told you through the book of James is that James is trying to get us to a place where we understand how to profit from our problems. Amen? And so we talked about the fact when I began this series that problems will come. Amen? But it is to mature us. Amen? Trials come to change us, to mature us. If we are not becoming stronger and, or, or growing as a Christian, Amen. We will consistently go through the same things over and over and over again because it's just like taking a test. Amen. We see it in the natural. Amen. My daughter uh, went to school the other day and she had a sheet of paper and she took it around to all her class classes that she had and her teachers signed off saying that she was exempt from the finals. Do I have anybody? Now, now let's bring that to the trials in life, the problems that we face. If you're not being exempt from that exam, it simply means that maybe you haven't profited from the trial. Do I have anybody? And oftentimes what happens to us is that we fall apart under pressure. Amen. I don't, I don't know what kind of pressure you got going on in your life this morning, but I will say this to you. Amen. It's time to profit from your problems. Do I have anybody? Verse 26 of chapter 8 of Romans. <clears throat> Paul lays out something in verse 24. He says, for in hope you, we have been saved. But hope that is seen is not hope. See, sometimes when you're going through a trial, the devil may get you to think that you're not saved. Amen. It's not that you're not saved. It's just that you have not matured yet. And if you are sure that you've placed your trust in Jesus Christ, then the issue now becomes uh, a development issue, a growing issue. All right. Paul says that hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one also hope for what he sees? Are you with me? He says, but if we hope for what we do not see, with what? Perseverance, we wait eagerly for it. What he's, what he's saying is that we're waiting eagerly. We're, we must wait. The problem with us, saints, is that we have a hard time waiting. Our waiting seasons, amen, is where we struggle the most. We're waiting for God to do this, or we're waiting for God to do that, but 
we're struggling and we're having a hard time dealing with the pressures of life. Now, on your handout tonight, today, I told you there are four facts of life that you need to know. And I'll show you that in a minute. But I want to go to verse 26 here, Romans. He says, and in the same way, the spirit, what? In our what? In our what? In our weaknesses. Are you seeing it? Who helps us in our weakness? Huh? And that's the thing. Oftentimes, we ignore the spirit in the midst of our trials. You with me? He says, he says, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses. Watch the text. He says, for we, for we do not know. You ever been there? You ever been there? What the text say? For there, there's something about that phrase. There's something about that phrase that intrigues me. Everybody know how to pray. But what about when you're under pressure? He says, for when you do not know what? How to pray. Are you with me? So I'm cluing in on something here. That there are times when I don't even have words for what I'm going through. I, I don't even know what to say to God in the midst of this monstrosity of a trial in my life. Do I have anybody? But, but Paul says uh, that we, when we do not know how to pray, look what he says. As we what? Should. Do I have anybody? So let me ask, let's just reverse the passage for a minute. What should I do in my trial? Ah, <laughs> I should pray. As a matter of fact, I should know what to say, but oftentimes the pressure or the problem causes me says, to lose even the words to say to God. Because when, how many know about the power of prayer? How many of you know about the power of prayer? Now watch this. We know the power of prayer, but when it comes down to problems, it just seems sometimes where we do not even think about the fact that the greatest weapon that we do have is prayer. Y'all with me? Y'all follow me? Now we're going to get to James, but I just wanted to start here to show you what he says. He says, he says, we, when we do not know how to pray as we should, look what he said, but the spirit. Now we are living in this dispensation. And in this dispensation, it is the church age. And when Jesus died and rose, when he, when he ascended to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit to leave him here as our comforter. Saints, I want to tell you something. I believe the problem with most of us is that we become secular under pressure. 
I believe, saints, to this morning that oftentimes we ignore the fact that we have God's spirit in us. We have someone so intimately acquainted with us that he knows your thoughts. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says, not only does he fill you, but he seals you until the day of redemption. I believe it's not the fact that you don't have the Spirit. I believe the problem is you and I have grieved the Spirit. There's a difference. The filling is temporary. The sealing is permanent. And oftentimes, just like your car, you wouldn't drive your car with no gas, would you? And here's the thing. When you start getting past E, I know for me, when I, once I get to half, I got to go fill up. See, I don't like not having the assurance, hello somebody, that I can't get to my destination. And I believe that as believers, I believe that oftentimes we don't know where our gauge is spiritually. We don't know how much, how, how filled up we are with the spirit because watch this, because we pay no attention to it, to him. And so as a result of that, we're past E and we're still trying to praise God. Wish I had somebody. It's hard to praise God when you're not in the spirit. It's hard to pray when you're not in the spirit. It's hard to persevere without the spirit. It's hard to do the things of God if you don't have the feeling. And then we switch. Some of us, we call it hybrid. You, you, ever, you ever drive one of those cars? Where, where it switched to electric. Amen. But the idea is that you're still connected to a source. Do I have anybody? And what I'm trying to say is you have to look at your Christian life and ask yourself a question. Is my problem causing me to ignore what I really have going for me right now? Do I have anybody? The text says, the text says, it's all in the text text says, but the spirit himself, what does he do? What does he do, y'all? See, when you don't know, you say, I don't want nobody to pray for me. I, ain't nobody praying for me. Better believe that God says when you don't even, don't even know how to pray, because the spirit is in you and he has the closeness to you, he knows what to pray for. Some of the stuff we're praying for, <laughs> amen. You want to know why that happened yet? Because that's not what God really wants for you. So the spirit knows what you need. And oftentimes God has to get us to a point, watch this, where we stop praying when we, should, we don't know what we ought to pray so the spirit can really pray and intercede for us. Are y'all with me? Today I, I sent out a text. I, you know, I usually text pastors uh, on Sunday morning. 187 pastors I've met throughout the years, and I've been doing this for about seven to eight years. I am an intercessor. I intercede for people in prayer. That, that is a ministry that God has given me. A couple weeks back, what I did was, I accidentally sent out the message as an I message. 
Now, in the Mac world, when you send out a message as an I message in a group text, everybody that replies, everybody else sees it. Do I have do I have anybody? And 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 to some to some of the pastors, they became irritated. Come on, somebody. They became irritated to the point where they're like, take me off the list. Now, 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 I, I kind of like was like got into my feelings a little bit. I was like, well, why are they asking to come out the prayer list? But it was annoying to them, amen, because they were getting everybody else's, hello somebody, requests. So, so today when I text out, I text out as a regular text and I put a disclaimer at the bottom. I wish I had somebody. See, oftentimes we need a disclaimer because sometimes the Holy Spirit will bother you to the point where he's going to make it inconvenient for you to live in your, come on somebody, in your condition or in your mess. So I put a disclaimer in there. I said, this text it meant, I mean no harm <laughs> and I mean no inconvenience. But if you want to come out this text list, please text back, stop. Thank you very much. I got a text reply from one of the pastors. He said, don't stop. You see, somebody knew that they needed an intercessor. And guess what? We have one through the power of the Holy Spirit. And oftentimes we overlook the fact that the Spirit of God knows us better than ourselves. How does God keep up with you? You know how he keeps up with you? Through the Spirit. That's how he, that's, that's what I call his GPS on you. Global positioning satellite. Wherever you are, Psalm 139. He says, I'm there. Before a word is in your mouth, hello somebody, I know it. He says, in your mother's womb, I, hey, I knew you. And I thank God we live in an age, a powerful age, saints. A powerful age. An age where the Holy Spirit is here on earth, but he's in us. And he has power. And we have to know how to access this power while we're going through problems. Are y'all with me? Are y'all with me? Now, I didn't mean to labor there. I didn't even mean to labor there. I didn't even mean to go here. But might as well. Look what he said. He said, but the spirit knows what? How to intercede for us with what? Groanings too deep for words. In other words, some things he knows about you. <laughs> Some things he knows about you. Guess what he does? He groans like, man, I don't know if I want to tell God this. But Lord, Lord, I just, Lord, do you know what I have to deal with living in him? Do you know what I have to deal with while I'm in that body? Where, where he won't obey me, where he won't serve you, where he thinks like this? He says groanings what? Too deep for words. But let me share this with you. The groaning there so deep for words suggests how much he loves us. 
He said, words can't explain how much grief he feels about your life, about your lack of trust, about your commitment to Christ. Words too deep, but watch what he says, verse 27. And he who searches what? The what? He who what? You know what I believe is most most of our problems? You know what I believe is most of our problems, y'all? Matter of fact, 99.2% of our problems are hearts. I believe the issue boils down to the heart. The Bible says the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? You, oh God, who searches all things. The, 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 the word here for search, it is the present tense, present participle tense. Now let me share what that means. That means that he doesn't just search it when he feels like it. It's an ongoing process where the spirit of God is constantly searching us, searching our hearts. He who searches our hearts, watch this, watch this, knows what the mind of the spirit is. Watch the text. Because he intercedes. There's a a second time we see the word intercede. So So the Bible says, he who searches, capital H, huh? he being who? God. Searches the what? Hearts. Knows the what? Mind of the who? So God knows the mind of the spirit. So the spirit has a what? Hey. And whose mind does the spirit have? Jesus' mind. Now watch this. Watch this now. Who else has the mind of Christ? We're supposed to. But what happens? What happens to us where we don't even understand that we can think thoughts after God? That our thoughts should be one that brings glory to him. That our thoughts should put us in the will of God. Watch what he says. He says, he who searches, he who searches the heart knows the mind of the, of, of the, the spirit is knows what the mind of the spirit is because he intercedes for this, for the who? For the who? Ha! Huh. You know what that word saints mean? Children of God. Watch this. According to the what? Will of God. Now, we already know this next verse is all about. We quote this a whole lot. But I want to show you something about your problems. Here's the picture. We are children of God. We have the spirit of God. We have the mind of Christ. We have an intercessor. Watch this. But we're going through some problems. We're not profiting from it because we don't know what we have available to us. But the text says in verse 26, 28, and we know. 
Now, that word know means that because you have the mind of Christ, and because you have the Holy Spirit, and because you have an intercessor, come on somebody, and because you're a child of God, come on somebody, and because you are, amen, saved, you know. You know something. You know something. You know what I say right here? This is not for everybody. Matter of fact, let me ask you the question, this question in the morning. Do you even have this kind of knowledge? See, this knowledge helps me with something. Here's what I know. I know this, that God, hello somebody, <laughs> that God causes what? All things. All things. To what? To work together. You know what that word means in the Greek, that word work? It has the idea, the word is really synergism. Where you take two separate entities, put it together, and you got something positive. You take a cake, for instance. You got the butter. You got the oil. You got the flour. You got the egg. You got the sugar, right? All separated uh, entities, right? You take it and you put it together. You beat it up. You beat. No, notice what I said. Notice what I said. What did I say? You what? You you beat it up. Come on, somebody. You, you, you. Some people say mix it up, but when you're going through those beatings in life, when you go through, come on, somebody. And you ever notice when you first start off how lumpy it is? See, sometimes God got to. You see what I'm saying? He got to mix you up. He got to beat you up. He got to sift you out. He got to put you, allow you to go through some stuff. But at the end, it becomes real smooth. But that ain't, it ain't over yet. It ain't over yet. See, watch this. Here's how you can tell the character of a Christian when you put them in the oven, when they're under the pressure, when the heat is on, because you still got to go through the heat in order to come out looking what? Uh, come on, somebody. And he says, and God causes what? All things to work together for the good of those who, see, and this is why I say it's not for everybody, because oftentimes when we're going through trials, we, we got to ask ourselves, do we really love God? He says to those who what? Love God and those who are what? Called according to his purpose. Now go to your handout. Hallelujah. How can I be positive under pressure? I just gave you the framework, the foundation. Hallelujah to his holy name. James chapter 1. Four facts of life you need to know. All right? Look at verse 2. It says, consider it all joy. Verse 2. I'm sorry, I'll read from verse 1. James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes who dispersed abroad greetings. I've already explained to you, some of you, that what's happening here in the book of James is that uh, Nero had burnt down Rome. The Christians were being persecuted and blamed for it. For it. So therefore, they were under trial. They were scattered all over. Amen. And now James writes to them to encourage them. 
James says, consider it all joy, my brethren, when what? When you encounter what? Various trials. Now, we'll get to that here in a minute. So the first thing about problems, look at your paper, look at your handout. First thing you have to remind yourself of is this. Problems are inevitable.